In this episode, we look at effective communication in the context of partnering with others, whether that's your customer, whether that is a stakeholder, or whether that's another organization. Welcome to Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw, lead upskiller at Upskill Community. Upskill Talks is a podcast for leaders. Leaders who are actively seeking innovative and creative ways to interact, lead themselves and others. In every episode, through real-life stories and enlightening conversations, we will explore the challenges and opportunities real leaders face in today's ever-changing workplace. We will present you with real strategies for you to leverage your soft skills and produce transformative results. Thank you for joining me on this journey. Let us begin. So why effective communication? This is an important skill. Your capacity to communicate is often seen as an indicator of ability, intelligence, competence, confidence, you name it. The ability to communicate effectively heightens other skills. Your ability to effectively communicate with others is one of the most important tools for professional and personal success. This is across the research, effective communication, top skill for both professional and personal success. It helps you to influence others. This is key, whether you're doing sales, whether it's leadership, whether it's other members of your team that you want to get things done, influence is critical to success. And certainly being able to influence and influence means getting people to say yes to you, getting people to do what you want them to do. In the previous episode, I talked about perspective taken. So perspective taken is one of the skills that's going to be critical to you improving your communication skill. The second one is the first rule of communication, and that's communicate with others the way they want to be communicated with, not based on your communication style or your communication preferences or needs. You communicate with others the way they want to be communicated with. If you're in a leadership role, this is critical to you. No matter what role you're in, communicating with others the way they want to be communicated with is the number two thing that we need to do. Number one, perspective taken. Number two, communicating with others the way they want to be communicated with. And what that means is that you're going to need to flex your communication style from person to person, from group to group, because as communication style preferences change in others, you, the master communicator, will need to develop the skill to flex your style to meet the needs of others. So you wouldn't communicate with a child the same way you communicate with your boss. And so you should not communicate with everybody the same way. When we're communicating with a boss or someone that's a very high stakes situation, we modify our communication style to suit the situation, to suit their needs. That is the habit that we need to practice in all communication. And that means we're going to need to take time to figure out their style. So what then are ideal conditions for effective communication? 
One of them is just being mindful of and manage the context, the environment within which the communication takes place because the environment can change the communication drastically. What you say to someone in one place, don't pack it up and take it to the next context and use it immediately and as is modify it to suit the next context. And so what I want to make sure is that as we are thinking about effective communication, don't be afraid to make a mistake. Don't walk on eggshells. Have open conversations. Use questions. Questions help you to learn more to understand where you are and why you're there. It enables others to have open conversations with you. Make sure you use questions to sensitize yourself of who your audience is and what their expectations are. Things may be more subjective. More empathy is required. More risky situations exist. Use questions. Become an expert questioner. Here's what the Harvard Business Review says. Poor communication is usually a symptom of another problem. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. That's why we talk about context. That's why we're talking about a number of other things in this conversation about communication. Miscommunication is a challenge for us. But we don't tend to think that we participate in it, although we notice that it exists. So the research suggests that 50% of employees say they are never, almost never, or rarely involved in workplace miscommunication. However, 81% of the same employees see workplace miscommunication as happening frequently very frequently or occasionally. So we know miscommunication happens, but we don't accept a role in it. And so we want to shift away from that to recognize that we are part of the reason miscommunication happens. And so we're going to move forward in learning what we need to do to improve our own communication skills. According to Tony Robbins, to effectively communicate, you must realize that we're all different in the way we perceive the world and use this information as a guide to communicating with others. So what are some things affecting your communication? Some of our thoughts. So if you think we always do it this way, please consider shifting to, I'm operating in my comfort zone, am I? I'm going to shift out of it. If you're thinking, My way is better. Our way is better. This is how we do it. Ask yourself the question, what am I missing? If you're thinking, it's their problem, the problem is out there, come back. What questions do I need to be asking? Most people agree with me. They don't understand me. If you're hearing those things, if your mind is telling you those things, come back and ask, what stereotypes are influencing my thoughts? What biases are impacting me? What are the flaws in my thinking? If you're thinking, it's simple enough for them to understand. What's in that for someone to understand? That's what my math teacher asked me in grade eight. What's in that for you to understand? Come back and ask, what unconscious thoughts are guiding me? What did I not explain? Your responsibility is to transfer meaning. So if someone doesn't understand, take responsibility. A real key is listening. And when we talk about listening, sometimes we limit it to the process of hearing and receiving information. But I want you to always remember that when we are listening, 
we want to hear more, we want to gain more, we want to understand the perspective. And that means we are in learning mode when we're listening. We're interested. We, we don't have our own responses waiting to go. We're not judging, like, what is she talking about? I already know that. I am smarter than that. Let's not go there. Let's pause and see if within the content, there's a germ of truth. There is one different thing, one different way of approaching something, a different approach that may be considered a different way that the content was introduced, something that I can get out of it. Most importantly, listening is seeking and receiving feedback and using the feedback to benefit you. Asking questions to request clarity. So there are many communication barriers that impact us. And I want you just to think about a few. Your word choices, the context, what's implied versus inferred, direct versus indirect meaning, what's denoted versus connoted, What's the intention versus the impact? These are things that we have to become a little bit more mindful of in a sensitized environment where everybody's ears are perked up to listen, to listen deeper, to hear. Please open up and think and understand that the way you used to communicate, the little slips that were just slips before, you cannot excuse them as slips now. Ask questions, listen, and be a little bit more intentional. Here are some keys to good communication. First of all, it's not something you do to someone. It's something, it's interactive, it's iterative, it's flexing, it, it's inclusive, it's dialogue in. So really important. The other person is included in communication. It's not something you do at people or to people. It's something you do with them. So that's really important. Cultural humility puts us in the place of not making any assumptions, of questioning and entering spaces with humility, openness, and willingness to interact in respectful, considerate ways. Listening, noticing, making the other side feel heard and understood confirming understanding of your conversations by email, writing it down after you've had the conversation, summarizing it and sending it off, making sure we're on the same page, asking questions. Did I say ask questions? Sharing stories, filtering noise, filtering ego, filtering emotions. Shift your mindset and your perspectives very frequently and be intentional about improving the way you communicate with others. Thank you for listening to this episode of Upskill Talks, brought to you by McGraw-Hill. We bring you new episodes every Monday. Please take a moment to subscribe, leave a five-star rating, and a written review at Apple Podcast. Or follow us on Spotify, Google Podcast, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to share Upskill Talks with other leaders like yourself so they too may gain the skills and insights to produce amazing results. Please go to upskillcommunity.com to review show notes and learn how you can join a community of leaders from across the globe collaborating to lead in a more meaningful and impactful way. I'm your host, Michelle Shaw. And again, 
Thank you for joining me on this episode of Upskill Talks.